0: Gopa Gopa Gopinath means Krishna, who is the Lord of the Gopas, the cowhide boys, and the gopis, the cowhide girls. Shamakund Radha Kundgiri Gopinath, a self expansion. As Sri Vandavan and all the other dogs. Ganga Mai, Yamuna Mai means uh, Ganga. And Yamuna rivers who are considered as mothers. The word Mayi refers to them as mothers. Bhakti Devi means the personality of devotion. Tulsi Devi. Samaveta Bhaktavinda means. Samaveta means assemble, and Bhaktavinda means all the devotees. So, it means all... Samaveta Bhaktivinda means all glory to the sum of the motives. Samaveta Bhaktivindika Jai means all glory to the son of the motives. And Hari Haribo means say the names of Hari in love of... in the, in the ecstasy of love of Gauranga. That's all. This is... This, this is in English, this is the English form of Salaveta Bhaktivinoda. So Prabhupada introduced this. It's very nice. You may, some, you may say it twice, sometimes Prabhupada said it twice, generally he said it three times. After that, after, actually it is Goa Prema Nande that. Uh, that uh, Prabhupada, he didn't say that. He used to say at the end, thank you very much. But it's more traditional to say that. It's more traditional to say that, goa Actually, the go that should come at the end of everything, because it's, it's the, the crescendo at the end. Although well, usually we say Go premanandhi, and then all goes to his Next subject, modes of address. Vaishnav names are often very long. Om Vishnupad, Paramahamsa, Parivraja, Kacharya, Ashto, Tarasata, Sri, Srimad, Srila, A.C. Bhaktivedanta, Swami, Prabhupada, for instance, is a long name. Even Sanyasi's full name, Tridandi Bhikkhu, Sripad, Bhaktivika, Swami Maharaj. These are too long for ordinary usage. So a shortened form is necessary. Also, when addressing devotees, what is the formal way to address them? That is going to be discussed here. Now, different usages or different modifications of the term Sri is put before the name of anybody who is respected. Generally, in Indian culture even today, if someone is somewhat respectable he'll be referred to as Sri, or if a woman Srimati. Uh, In Bengal an older mode of address which showed some more respect was Sri Yukta. Sri means Opulence or, or one who has qualities. Srimati is the female form. Sri Yukta means, Yukta means joined. So one who has such opulences may be called Sri Yukta. Uh, an unmarried girl is called Kumari the name is put before uh, before the name is given just like you'll have Sri Balabhadra Das Srimati Lalita Devi Dasi like this now in one letter Prabhupada said that I'll get the reference for that letter later for Guru the term should be used Srila and he explained what is the meaning of the word Śrīla in one conversation which reference I'll also give, which means one who's directly seeing the Leela of the Lord. So for Paramahansa Guru, the term Śrīla is used. Uh, For sannyasis, I'm suggesting that the term Sripad be used sannyasis or, or gurus who may not be actually directly seeing the Leela of the Lord. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he addressed Prakashananda Saraswati at Benares with the term Sripad. Shino Sripad, Iha Karan. That verse is there. We can get, we can get the reference. Then, for for other devotees Sri or Sriman I mean someone who is on the same level as you you may call Sri or Sriman or who is junior to you Oh Prabhupada gave the I'm sorry Prabhupada in that letter he gave the English terms so these are Sanskrit terms the English term for how one should address the Guru is Divine Grace and other devotees, oh, or sannyasi, His holiness. And other devotees, His grace. Now, this is the the first term in the shortened method of address. Then, the longer term, one may say, uh, so, sorry, the next, now, just like His divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, That is a shortened formal method of address. But if we approached Prabhupāda or speak of him in the third person, we would usually say Srila Prabhupāda. Or just Prabhupāda we may also say, but generally we should say Srila Prabhupāda. That is more respectful. Now, if one is approaching his initiating guru, he may refer to him as Gurudev, Guru Maharaj. Even if the guru is a householder, he may be called Guru Maharaj because as a guru he is supposed to be sense-controlled. Maharaj means one who is king of his senses. So he may also be addressed and referred to as Guru Maharaj. According to Hari Bhakti Vilas the term Vishnupad is used for addressing one's guru. This means he who is at the lotus feet of Lord Vishnu. Other traditional titles are there that, that may be given such as Bhagavat Pad, Acharya Pad means one who is Bhagavad Pad means one who is at the lotus feet of the pure devotee, or Acharya Pad means one who is at the lotus feet of an Acharya. The usage of the word Prabhupad is a very special one, is generally given or used in connection with the very topmost devotees who have Made an exceptional contribution in the matter of preaching the message of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, we refer to Rupa Sanatan, Jiva Goswami, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati, and A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami all as Prabhupada. The term guruji is over familiar and not very good although it's supposed to give some respect but it's not a very good term Sannyasis, sanyasis if one is speaking to them personally then refer to them as maharaj bhaktivikas maharaj not Swami. If you are personally speaking to them, don't say Swami. Or if you are speaking about them in their presence, don't say Swami any more than you would call someone in his presence Keshav Das. You would refer to him as Keshav Prabhu. Other devotees, Brahmatrāyas, Krihastas, Vānaprastas are referred to as Prabhu. In Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, 7th canto, 5th chapter, 11th, Bhagavatam, 7, 5, 11, Prabhupāda writes, As servants of the Supreme Lord, all living entities are one, but a Vaishnava because of His natural humility, addresses every other living entity as Prabhu. A Vaishnav sees other servants to be so advanced that he has much to learn from them. Thus he accepts all other devotees of the Lord as Prabhus, masters. Although everyone is a servant of the Lord, one Vaishnav servant, because of humility, sees another servant as his master. Prabhupada says here that he sees all living entities as Prabhu. Now this specifically refers to uttama Uh Generally, de, sometimes you see devotees, they they call everyone Prabhu, the, the postman, the, the, the petrol pump attendant. And Prabhu is, you keep that for the, uh, for the devotees. Uh, Matajis also, who are initiated devotees, they may also be referred to as Prabhu. Uh, Generally they are referred to as Mataji. Uh, You may say, Lalita Devi Prabhu, Lalita Mataji, Lalita Mataji Prabhu. A new devotee, who is not yet initiated, Prabhupada said to call them Bhakta, so and so. So we may say Bhakta Ravi, Bhakta Robert. Sometimes, before initiation, to make their name, for Western devotees, to make their names more spiritual sounding, or, or not Western, any, for, for anyone who doesn't have a spiritual sound, for anyone who's not an Indian in particular, they may give them a spiritual nickname, just like uh, Keshav Kevin. Or Arjuna Andru Something like that Actually, Prabhupada explained this title, Bhakta It's not actually for a neophyte But it's a very great title Just like we say, Bhakta Pallad Bhakta Druva, They're great devotees How to address any woman accept one's own wife it should be addressed as Mathaji uh, we see in Indian culture that even a girl who is very young maybe younger than you maybe a very young child girl the, the culture is to address her as mother not sister now that's become very popularized referring to women as sister but this is a very dangerous thing. Uh, when I say popularized, that means in India. It's very dangerous because towards your mother, you, you always maintain a uh, respect. And whereas, with, uh, if you t- accept a woman as a sister, then it means you may have a, a very friendly, close, equal-like relationship. So the chances of becoming intimate if you if you cultivate such a relationship is much higher. It's so strange that if you just walk up to someone on the street uh, and uh, or, or if you meet, have some dealing with some kami woman and you call her mother, they may find that so strange. So at least... You, if you don't call them if you don't refer to them as mother you can uh, at least treat them very respectfully of course we don't have dealings with kami women as, as little as possible we should have that now uh, women to women also in in india they call each other mataji and also uh, th- this, in India, you can call any woman. It doesn't, doesn't matter if she's an initiated devotee or not a devotee at all. Any woman you can refer to. In, in uh, cosmetology that that's Hindi. Different parts of India, they have different words, just like in Tamil, Amma. In Bengali, Ma. In Vedic culture, the husband refers to the wife as Devi, doesn't say her name directly, and the wife to the husband says Swami. Or, if the husband's a devotee, which we hope he is, then she may also call him Prabhu. According to Vedic culture, which we also find, mentioned by Valabhatta in conversation with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the wife never mentions the husband's name. Parents are referred to by children as Ji' for father, Ji' for mother. This is uh, much better than calling them daddy and mummy, as is becoming popular now in India also. Uh, Pitaji, Mataji is better because it's Vedic. Any, anything connected with the Vedic cultures uh, a better upbringing than non-Vedic. And Pitaji, Mataji implies respect also, whereas mummy, daddy may not do. To the general public that will be different in different cultures uh, according to and also to the individual how they will rel- how they relate to people and how others relate to you. Uh, Mr. Mrs. Miss, sir, all these kind of terms are there in the Western countries. In India, older people are not much addressed by the first name if you see Prabhupada in his conversations uh, just like anybody else in India he'll refer to the person by their uh, an older person by their title or surname just like he'll call him Shetji Takoji uh, Patelji or sometimes Dr. G, or Professor G, like that, Professor Sahib, Sahib is another uh, suffix which gives respect, Patel Sahib. In Bengal, there are terms of respect Affection for persons on the level of one's mother or father. Just like you see uh, the Kazi speaking with uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he was explaining how in our village relationship. I'm just like your uncle. So you can call me uncle, chacha. So chacha, Kaka, these are different terms. For uncle, for aunt, there's chachi, Mummy. There's terms like didima, mashima. And these are different terms. Mean, it mean just like aunt and uncle. And many times you'll see also, if you visit Indian pe- people's homes, the, the children, they'll re- refer to you as uncle or aunt uh, they 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 are, see every older person like that i know myself even as a child i was even people who weren't my there was no blood relationship but if they were friendly towards my mother or father, they'd be, they'd be called uncle, aunt or uncle, like that. In Bengal, the, the woman's name is never said, her personal name. They'll always call her in reference to the eldest son. They'll call her, to say the eldest son's name is, hmm? so they'll say Prabodha Ma. or if the eldest son's name is, Hmm? Chandi They'll say Chandiyama. Unless she's uh, Very old, renounced Tapasvini Then they may give some other name An old woman may be called Tako Ma, means grandmother even, even unfamiliar People, if you don't know them just You may call out to them Call them Ma or Didi Ma Something like this it means mother or aunt Just like if you, want to, you don't know the woman But you see she's she's going walking out into the road And there's a bus coming You call out Oh didima Like this One's older brother Is referred to as In Bengali culture as dada Term of respect And someone who's on the level of an older brother In terms of age Or how you respect him They'll be called like that also And at the end of their name, the the suffix da is put. So you'll get Kali Kalida, like this. In Gujarat, everyone's name is Bhai. Jitu Bhai, Kanti Bhai. And the women, at the end of their name, they have Ben, which means sister, which actually isn't proper in proper Vedic culture nicknames, shortened down names. If someone's name is very long, it's like Yashomati Nandan, may be called Yasho, Gora Pumi Das, may be called Gora, by those who are sufficiently close and familiar. Those who are very new devotees, they shouldn't use these shortened down names, because it it indicates some familiarity. This is quite acceptable within Vaishnava society. Even uh, Krishna has a nickname Kanai, Radharani, Rai, Balaram, Balai. We see Jagai and Madhai in Chaitanya Lila. Their full names are Jagarananda and Madhavananda. But this, almost always the shortened form of their name is given. Even the name Nimai. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a nickname He was, in his youth he was known as Nimai Pandit that name was given at his birth but his real name was given as Vishvamba but that name was hardly ever used obviously if someone has a very long name like a, a difficult name like Payabda Shai Vishnu then there is one devotee in Australia called that so devotees they just call him Payo there's nothing wrong with that. In a course, in a, in a very formal occasion, you'd use the full name. Funny nicknames are not generally used, but they may be occasionally, just like Prabhupada in, in a mixture of joking and praise, uh, in one letter referred to his disciple Gagamuni uh, as Gagamani, because he was expert at collecting money. Prabhupada always used to refer to his Sanskrit assistant as Pradyumna, as Panditji. It's a a mixture of, uh, a mixture of, you could say calling him Panditji was, I don't know, you can't exactly understand Prabhupada's mind. He called him Panditji. a Sanskrit scholar may be called Panditji. So he used to refer to Prajumna as Pandit.